Hello, dear Jacob and dear listeners. Hello there. Tell us about your health status. Well, yeah, fun, funny enough, I'm kind of sick this week. How are you feeling? Last week you were a bit sick. I'm better now. I think uh, when I said uh, I hope I won't transmit anything to to the listeners, it's actually you who got it. Where you were listening to me as well at that point, so it wasn't entirely wrong. Well, yeah. It should be fine in a couple of days. Right. Wish you well. One, two. Mr. Jacob, what yes. is the purpose of this podcast? Well, as I see it, I think this is a, a very good platform to express our ideas weekly and to have the to have the chance to maybe speak about certain subjects that we might not think about as often. Or if we do, we don't take the time to, to actually talk a bit more about them. And the fact that we get to stay you know, face-to-face at a table and simply open up a bit more about them gives us the opportunity to dive in a bit more. But further than that, I think this is a very good um, space so that we can both grow creatively in uh, our own fields while exchanging some ideas that we might benefit from the other. So let's say I, I pick up some stuff from you and it might be very helpful <laughs> yeah, for me and vice versa. So apart from that, I see it as a very nice, friendly chat above all. But if I have to give you a more factual, statistical answer, I don't know how to put it, I think... I think in the future, if things go well, this might turn into an actual business. Maybe. Do you think everyone should do this? A podcast with a mate? No, they shouldn't. (laughs) Very encouraging. They shouldn't. Because... I think they should. You think they should? Yeah. Why? Well, one, as we said in a previous episode... It helps you put your ideas into, which is what writing does as well. I was talking to a friend the other day and we were mentioning that. You have an idea in the back of your head and uh, you're like, you know, in your in your room by yourself, in your mind, somehow metaphorically speaking. And it's like, and it's like, um, how should I put this? It's like you talk to yourself, it's like an echo chamber, what they would call. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I've got this, I have this idea in my head, you know, of course I know what I'm talking about. And then you take, you know, I don't know, you stick your hand in these chambers, because there's multiple rooms where you have ideas, every chamber, every room is an idea. You stick your hand in, take one out to, to show it to the world, and three words into it, you stumble, like, it's like you, you're not speaking this language, like, what the hell is going on here, what's happening? Because... You can explain your idea to yourself without even thinking about. You know, I'm 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 stepping into fields that are not really you know scientific or practical. But you know, when you think about something, but y- there are levels of thinking. Sometimes you think and you actually hear yourself in your head. But sometimes it's just something that you feel you didn't specifically articulate it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what I'm trying to say on a less metaphysical, spiritual level is, you have some ideas in your head that you don't articulate. 
you take them out into the world and you see the fact that you need to actually put into words in a certain way to tran to transfer your your thoughts to the other person and you think that this 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 uh, medium or platform might give those people actually the chance to do so yeah if because i because they focus on this more yeah mm -hmm. if if i wasn't to drift away that much with my answer previously i would have finished with this yeah like everyone would benefit from this exercise of uh, transferring ideas and articulating their thoughts and uh, even developing on their ideas plus i see this in in uh when i'm writing whereas when i talk to you when i talk to you i also get a, an opinion live like on not on demand something like that as we speak and uh helps me it helps me see from it's basically what what every conversation does helps you see from another perspective in this case maybe i would take into consideration when do i want to maybe flourish some ideas by using this what we're doing right now and when i don't and maybe this is just me trying to I wouldn't say protect, but maintain what has been up until now a typical intimate friendship where I don't have to necessarily record my thoughts to figure out some, some stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, get, I get your point. I didn't get your say it again with this. Uh, yeah, didn't what, what I'm trying to say is that you think more people should do it. If so, if if you are correct, let's say, I would try to maybe keep you know those those discussions if it's about a friendship if it's there, if there are two friends doing it they should pay uh, attention a lot to what they keep intimate and what not i have this thing you know some some things just they have to remain between people and I, I don't want them to be out there sometimes not right. all the time right but this is just me i mean that doesn't mean that I'm right. No, I understand. So whenever I have this discussion with you every Sunday, I get, I pack myself with thoughts and with different um, ideas behind me that would fit specifically in, into this kind of a, of a talk. Mm. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak the same way to you generally when we see each other in, in other instances. You think so? I feel like it's pretty natural while we talk on the podcast. Like, I didn't notice what you were saying. It that is, I just feel a, f a form of, of there's an, an enhancement to what we're doing right now. Enhancement, right? yeah. Different, I wouldn't say, it, at least from my side. But and I didn't feel it with you as well. Also because we're packed with a bit of equipment right now. I'm, 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 we have these tools that boost your volume. And, um, and you hear yourself. I hear you clearly and, and me clearly. And I try to arrange my my words. And uh, it, it's a bit it's a bit um, mm. orchestrated slightly. Yeah. Not completely. If I don't look you in the eye, I feel like it's the voice of God talking to me when you're talking. But now when I do this, paradoxically to what, what I've just said, I think I look you uh, I look you in the eye more than I usually do just because I feel really present with, with what's happening. Again, because mm -hmm. I'm also aided by all this uh, equipment. Right. All, all these sounds, everything that, that I'm doing right now, I'm fully engaged with it. I feel like there's a parallel to be drawn. I'm, I'm not confident I can articulate this idea to go with yeah. meta, 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 I'll go in a second. <coughs> I feel like there, there's a... 
there is a parallel between what you just said and what I started talking about in the beginning with the room of ideas because you were saying you're like putting yourself out there in, in other words it's like you show yourself to yourself more when you're with the mic and the headphones because it's like all right Jacob to Jacob let's do this Let, let's see what's coming out right are you yourself are you fully yourself when 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 you're doing this I feel like more than um, you know on the usual okay like I see no other way that's very interesting but here's where you and I drift a bit yeah. in ideas because we we had it on the previous episode as well like I told you m- the way I would look at it is mm, I don't know how to put it like you know nothing to hide I'm not saying you have something to hide this is why I, I can't find the best ec- the best word sequence sequence of words but um it's like yeah this is it help me with this one I don't know how to put this idea in, but you're, you're nodding so I suppose you get what I mean it's where you and I drift a bit yeah no I, I see I see what you're trying it's it's a bit complicated to to put into words right now but since you asked the question of the purpose of this yeah right I tried to give you an answer I'm not sure it's complete. I'm not sure it was really oh, clear. Oh no! You're gonna ask me now. What I what what? But do I'm think? curious to know what what made you come up with this. Oof, big oof. Um, well, basically, I asked this because <laughs> I didn't know whether to mention that. By the way, mm-hmm. I've been made the moderator of <laughs> of the Reddit community SaaS software as a service. Really? And yeah. Okay. And anyways, the idea was well. I don't know if this podcast is like a like an audio journal of ours, mine and his. Mm-hmm. His means you. But uh, let me ask him. Let's see what he says. Um, I don't think it should be fully an audio journal, as in, dear diary, here's what I've done this week. Mm, I feel like we should still keep on staying on topic. A bit of personality here and there, uh, we don't mind it. And it's, it's already too late to, to not go with a little bit of personality here and there. And uh, I think we'd go against ourselves if you if you were to do that. Um, I, I would feel like your answer was on point. I would love to to reach a point when when we can fully distinguish from between from other podcasts to have our our own thing that distinguishes. It, it is already, isn't it? It is, but I want to spend a bit more time to enhance this audio ex- audio experience that we're having right now. I want to figure out a uh, library maybe our own creative library I, I can talk to some friends what's that a creative library what do you mean i want to have our custom library with some sounds oh. or some um i don't know sound i effects. want to play more yeah i want to play more with the sound design for this i want to create a full experience right now what i'm doing i'm not sure if if anybody realized we just have like a fire cracking sound next to us because we're next to a fireplace right now Oh yeah, 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 sure, for sure. We, we you said you were starting to say something like, you know, the two of us talking, and I wanted to, but I didn't want to interrupt you cozily next to a fireplace. Yes, see, this is uh, nice. This is, it, like a I said, touch. it seems like a, like a discussion between two friends, just in, in front of a. But I'm 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 curious to know how far can I get with the with the effects to create a, maybe an even f- more entertaining experience with this. I told you what I would want. First effect, do you remember? Yeah, the and that would that would be actually great to. You know, just for the intro. Oh, 
Oh, you for the intro. What what did you want? The Neil Armstrong kind of voice, you know, from the moon, like that announces the, the, the next, uh, the next. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of fuzzy walkie-talkie. You said you can do it anyways, like on the real with some walkie-talkies, right? Yeah, but it's uh, easier to post it. Yeah, something that's like what that. I was thinking. There are filters that make the the. It's called maybe the you know radio. Um, voice through radio effect or anything. Yeah, like it's it's easy to do. I suppose like a like a Lightroom preset, something like that. Like you can just take it and exactly. The idea would be maybe to think of um, of a more structured format. You know, the like direction a, we were talking in the beginning. Not the direction, but rather a. Uh, we uh, let, let's let's think about it like this. The beginning has. Uh, like you said, maybe a voice announcing, you know, the the next episode. Then we introduce the subject. Then we have a um, passage to a section that does a bit of explanation. Then another passage that goes to Q and A. Maybe if we will have, if we will ever have a thread. Then maybe a passage that that comes to some resolutions, and you know, all of this that is packed here and there with some sound effects to specific things that we reference. Mm. So you want this to be really, really the, the next level of a radio show? I want it to be a show. I want, I want people to, to be engaged with it. I mean, yeah. it Let's can look, stay. It here's can st- what I have on my mind. Yeah. You have on this side people like Joe Rogan or Gary Vee who have it you know, pretty raw in the sense that Joe Rogan sets it up and three hours straight talking. It's live streamed, no, not them, not editing at all, actually. And then Gary V is, is basically on the podcast version. He's just layering, he's just taking the audio layer of his vlog here and there, plus whatever he's... Okay, so a bit of editing, but it's still pretty raw. Whereas on the other side, I don't listen to The Economist. Um, I, t- I told you this before, The Economist podcast, my partner does. I hear her because sometimes she just plays it out loud. They've got exactly what you're saying. Like, let's say there's some news in, uh, I don't know where it's happening. You hear the, the voice of the crowd on the background, you know, faded so that you can still he- hear the pod, the, the host, which reminds me somehow of, of a radio show. Realistically speaking, I think this will be achievable if both of us will be on on our feet and organized when it comes to a company because we we will need some help from other people it can be done i was going to say that it can be done it's just it's going to take some time and without the help of of some people in the future we might be you know taking a lot of time to actually um develop one episode i was going to ask doesn't that require a lot a lot of uh post-processing i would say a lot but I would say maybe two people working on the actual editing of the um, of the recorded um, chunk. A chunk, one that um, does le- let's say um, a mix of what we're talking with the sound design, and then you need if that person is not knowledgeable, doesn't have a knowledge of that another person to actually mix those because there's another science be- be behind that and the mastering to make it sound perfect right. in every right. sense fading in between you know transitioning in between what we're see- what we're talking and the referencing that we're making yeah and besides no, that I get what you mean you know what we need before that mm. the direction I would say oh yeah 
but I think I think it's it's getting it's almost there, right? Because it's the intersection between filmmaking and graphic uh, design. And yeah. Well, let's talk some design then, or filmmaking. Since you brought this question up about a project, right? In this case, our podcast, the purpose of it, and I see it as a. Again, like I said, like a project. I have one thing that I wanted to talk about um, tonight because you are ahead of me in this sense and I'm starting very, very soon to do what you have started to do. Daily writing? No. Oh. And that is building in some sort of way a company. And I wanted to explore with you and specifically I was going to say something that ha has to do with a creative purpose. So not every kind of company, because I cannot, I wouldn't say I don't have an interest towards that. I'm just... Not now. Not now. For? But create For specifically a, a company that has a creative purpose. I wanted you to talk on how you thought about the concept of your company, of CH Agency. How have you started structuring it? And where do you see... Where do you see it going? What you have learned, basically, from trying to do this. And how you're juggling now with, with it, because so far it's just you. You're giving it an image, a brand, a purpose, a niche. A very good niche, I would say. And I would I'd really love you if you can uh, talk about it. But I'm curious to know what how it was for you because I'm almost starting it as well and I really want to talk with you about it mm. I mm. want to start my own film production company obviously with some sub how should I put this? how should I call them sub uh, sections sub sections to film yeah yeah but that's that's a further thing mm. from now on I, uh, like the beginning is gonna be mostly corporate and commercials mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you more but I'm I'll want to let you speak a bit about this I was uh, it was a bit curious because you you asked me this it matches once again it matches something on my list which is I put it down on the list saying your master plan so I can tell you about it and now it will be a bit of a discussion about the master plan well for those who don't know CH agency or CH agency depends on how you want to read it is a uh, a, an experiences design agency that helps tech CEOs reduce user churn. Now, Can you elaborate what churn is? Right, right. Churn in simple terms means how many people unsubscribe from your product. So if you stop paying for Netflix, that's their user churn. Basically for a, for a SaaS, SaaS means software as a service. For a SaaS company, their user churn means how many people stop paying them every month or a year, depends how they're billing. And um, now, I've started CH Agency as a as an extension of myself because I was doing design, still doing design. But um, there's a difference between doing design, I do graphic design versus I solve a problem. It means, you know, back to the famous Uncle Ben words, with uh, more power comes more responsibility. And uh, it's, a, it's more of a responsibility to solve a problem over a, an output, which is graphic design, which could be filmmaking. So here's the first thing that I would note. Are you doing filmmaking or are you doing whatever it is? 
like solving a problem. I've made, I created CH Agency as an extension of myself. It is, it is me, but it's also here and there because I need other freelancers to join. So it's not fully, fully me. I wanted to, to add that. Why have I made it? Because besides this extension of myself, here's where I go into the master plan. Um, I've always had this idea that no matter what you do, no matter what kind of business you have, whether it's a bakery, whether it's Apple, a computer company, or whether it's a pen company, or you're an artist by yourself, you're a personal brand. I was thinking that you would benefit from, not only you benefit, you would need every now and then at least a creative agency. Maybe you need a logo, maybe you need communication, maybe you need marketing, maybe you even need advertising, whatever it would be. So my plan was to, you know, in a sense, maybe you could call it as a, you could call it like a, the Peter Pan syndrome that I refuse to quote unquote grow up. I don't think it's that. And to decide what I want to do, design for, for me was pretty much decided. But once you have a creative agency behind whatever you do, you can use it to enhance it. So then part of the master plan was to, which is a lifelong master plan, was to, cr to make CH agency as a springboard for any kind of idea slash project that uh, my family and I would have. And when I say my family, I don't mean just blood family. I also mean people close to me. So for instance, my brother works in hotel management. He manages this hotel. And let's say if we, we get to that point, hopefully we will, we'll get to, uh, him and I co-invest in a chain of hotels. It's, it's under our name now. Well, that happens at 30 or 50 or 70. There would be a CH agency, which becomes a, which by that point gets, you know, intellectual, intellectual property and a set of processes that any kind of company can go through. And on the other side, at, on, on, at the end of these processes, it will provide more value to the people, whether it's, you know, brand, story, or it's actual utilitarian value, like actual, like pure value. And uh, maybe even myself one day, I will say, you know what, fuck all this, I'm going to go become a singer, let's say, and we talked about this before, I would need something like that. So I said, look, okay, no matter what thing I'm going to go into, it's going to need something like that. And hey, it just so happens, it's what I've been doing so far. Cool, let's get into it. And, um, you know, when you try to get into deeper and deeper why, and every time you answer your why, you get to the deeper thing. Um, the deepest I could get to, at least by this moment in life, was, all right, cool, you and your family want to create this. Why? Well, because I look at LVMH and, do you know LVMH? Louis Vuitton, Moyen Hennessy. It's like, the, you know Louis Vuitton, L right? It's like the parent company. And okay. then the, the number one inspiration was actually, uh, I would say Hermes, uh, which will kind of slaughter the name, but French people call it Hermes, I think. Um, they've been family owned for six generations. And, uh, you know, I read that first time. I said, wow, cool. Right, so I know them for, you know, their orange boxes and whatever. And, you know, the, the brand, the story behind it, really cool. But when I found out that they've been run, for, run by the same family for six generations, I was thinking, wow, what the hell? Can you imagine, you, Mr. Jacob, can you, and you, dear listener, can you imagine your grandson or daughter? But it's not actually him or her who runs the company. He or she passes it on to, to their grandson. And I think that's actually number four, not number six. Anyway, it's crazy. And apparently there's this myth that and after the third generation, it pretty much goes to zero. They are number six now. And I was thinking that's like the, m like no matter how much money you make in life or how many lives you have saved, 
saving life is cool as well. By the way, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I plan to do that as well. Or uh, you know, what if you've been the president of a country? Or I couldn't find anything more noble than sending legacy so far, and you know, taking. That's what I wanted to to say. That what you're describing right now sounds like that. Yeah, because I was sitting. You know, when you sit with yourself, whether it's in a dramatic manner next to a fireplace or in a I don't know walking on the street whatever it might be I can't remember even where where was I when you when you ask yourself what's like the most noble thing you can think of for the moment that's pretty much all I could before it was you know um, before hearing about Elon Musk and when when I was young young I was thinking you know it would be nice to move our our species on another planet you know to to have you know the travel and all that stuff but then with time I've decided for myself for other people you might not be this that this kind of legacy is uh, is the most noble thing I can think of and then I've got into a deeper why and the deepest why here's where I hit the you know rock bottom was um, when I was thinking that we should and it's a must it's for me it's without a doubt sometimes it scares the fuck out of me because I can go into that rabbit hole and it goes really deep it, it's not easy for me to you know just snap my fingers and I'm there but every now and then I go there this place inside myself which is kind of dark um, I'm thinking that if we today don't advance our human species one day as a civilization you're smiling but you, you, you'll get a bit fucked up if we don't advance it as a civilization when the moment will come when we'll compare ours to another we have to be on top we might as well be on top. We cannot be, but it's really easy to, to imagine what that would lead to. And um, it's like that thing, you know, when I'm not sure whether it ever happened to you when you could have bought insurance and then, you know, insurance for losing your luggage, let's say, or your house, you know, getting uh, taken out by fire. You say, yeah, yeah, whatever, gonna go without it. And then it happens. And you think, oh, fuck, should have bought that. Imagine how easy life would be now if I wasn't... There's a word for it. It doesn't come to me now. Sleazy? I'm not sure whether this is the word. If I wasn't slacking with this... If, if yeah, I, maybe, yeah. If I wasn't a bit lazy. If I was a bit less lazy and uh, a bit more precautious, I will be in a far better place. Well, that exact feeling of... of, of it's regret at the end. Some, sort, some form of a regret is uh, what I think our hum- our species will, will come to if we if we don't act now. And acting now is, you know, that extra tick on a, an extra pounds, dollars, whatever currency it is, to to insure yourself. When it's easy, you could spare five pounds to, to save your 2,000 pound shipment. But you say, five pounds, not gonna happen to me. Well, guess what? It's very easy for it to happen to, to, to say it won't happen to me and then be on the wrong side. Now, getting back to because you know I, I I went really far. So I wanted to say I'm really glad you went <laughs> on a lot of levels with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why I you know I was a bit of <gasps> before holding yeah. my breath before going to because it pretty much got to one of the rock bottoms that I've hit within myself. I hope I'll reach more with with more conversations and hoping I'll be able to open up on this podcast. Right. That's really far into the future. Um, do you want me to expand on any of these very far? Like, let's say level one, middle level is CH Holdings, and the last level would be 
advancing human species, but I think yours was actually in the present moment. So you you think that the name the name will, will live long and will will expand on different fields and will you will try to basically go further than just I'll a try design agency. I'll try because I think it's noble. I think it's the most noble thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. Will I succeed? I don't know. Yeah. But then... Do you think you have the time? Well, that's the thing. So n- not, you don't need not the power, but the time. That's the thing. I also find it extremely noble because it's something so long-term that you're not even you're not even alive for it to manifest itself. Yeah. It's something that you work for and you you see the outputs of it. You don't really see them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like religion. Yeah. And with religion after, you know, after the initial core of people who brought it up, then that uh, after these people die or, you know, disappear, that story becomes, you know, multiplied by at least a hundred because there's no main source you can go to and ask. You can't go and ask the prophets of the, the writers of the Bible, like, what happened here? What happened here actually? They, okay, if we are to do that, they might have said, well, I don't know, it was God who was writing to me, I can't tell you. But that, that, that that's not the point here. It's like, and this, this is what, what I admired in, in Hermes and LVMH and who else? Disney does it, Walmart does it, but Disney and Hermes are number one and respectively two for me. No, the other way around. Hermes is number one, Disney is number two because of propagating this legacy across, you know, generations. And um, that's actually why the logo of CH Agency looks like that right now. It's basically CH Agency in... Oh, really, really interesting thing. I used this specific phone because I don't know. I just like... It's called Memphis. I just like the way it looks like. I said, yeah, this is it. It's, it looks fluent somehow, whatever. And then some months, then like three, four, six months after, I'm walking in Selfridges in London and uh, I'm seeing Hermes. And I see the logo, and I realize, holy crap, it's actually the same font that I've used for CH Agency. Now, I'm not going to say it's, uh, you know, uh, it's a sign or it just, uh, it's uh, whatever. I think it's something subconscious within me that made me like that font and, you know, had this happen. Yeah, but fonts are meant to be, you know, passed in different uh, instances. Yeah. So, honestly, if I knew... I wouldn't have a problem with that. Oh, there's not a problem. It's yeah. actually... But it's interesting to see aware. that you know you subconsciously use it because you had a pr- an appreciation for yeah. for somebody else who was using it. I wish I would have, you know, become aware that Hermes uses that font and I would have gone even stronger on it without a doubt. I didn't have any doubt with... I, I, I tested a bit some other fonts and I was talking to you, I remember. Yeah. But um, anyways, in the end, I had no doubt with that one. And anyways, I was trying to describe, you know, on audio how the logo looks like. It's basically written and agency is underlined. And there's a continuing line after the Y, this underline. And uh, that serves as, you know, continuity across time, blah, 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 blah. But it also stands as an L for legacy. And there you go. This was the logo explained. It's like a, an L turned, you know, 90 degrees, whatever. But I didn't answer anything of your question. So... Um, Please no, because my my, my my question was very broad, so it could have it could have gone in in many different ways. What I was interested maybe was to find out because this was a uh, very spiritual yeah version of, of an rock, answer. I went to rock not at all, not at all. That that was more than welcomed. I was thinking maybe if you can recall the steps that you went through of what setting it up. Yes, a bit more. 
factual, let's say. Mm, right, right. Well, I'm not going to talk about, you know, incorpor- like going, doing government stuff because you can find that online. So maybe no, pro- probably want to go into the, the core of the business. Decision making right, right, on right. how you should first for focus on, on a message that you want to send and then try to figure out an illustration that would fit to with that and then figure out if you have to, you know, start really young to build a portfolio for yourself because we're talking about, you know, creative mm-hmm. output. Yeah. Um, how important it is to actually have your own things and then as a founder you can pass them to, to that name and be they become basically part of that, part of that brand that you want to create. So there are a lot of things here to mention as an order of, of you know, when you want to make the decision, how you incorporated the imagery, the brand, the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first thing that comes to my mind, and by the way, feel free to interrupt me if it's not going to the direction. That of course. No, asking. I don't have a specific one. I'm curious. Yeah. You know. My first thing was what I mentioned briefly earlier, doing design, which is an output versus solving a problem. Because I wanted to charge more and... Uh, n- it was for the sake of, you know, it's too, too, too wild to go from a, from a startup to a personal brand and then to a lower cabinet and do this kind of work, whatever. Like it was pretty all around. And I said, you know, it's nice to, to feel, to feel challenged and not do the same thing over again, but where's the direction of this, you know, much like this podcast. So, um, you know, I cherry picked some, some of my case studies, some of my work and, turn them into case studies and uh, then I so I think I should go a bit more into this idea of choosing the focus I think which is one of my great one of my one of the thesis thesis is that the plural form one of my great thesis that that I push now especially on the in in writing is that I think um, all of us should pick a very, 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 very targeted niche, very targeted audience, as targeted as you could get, while still being viable. Because if it's only if it's an audience of two, you can't really, you know, m- make money for the rest of your life out of it. And that's another thing I said the rest of your life wrongly, because that's how we tend to think. It's actually something like three to seven years. So my da- my uh, not daily my written post the other day was called "People are trying to become mayors when." Uh, people are trying to become presidents when they didn't even get to the mayor point. So I'm, I'm making this comparison to politics where you've got this mayor who has won pretty much uh, the, you know, the confidence of, of the people in an audience called town or city. And then I'm asking which one of, of these two would have a better chance of becoming the president, the mayor or a random person, you know, a simple person. Now, the simple person means someone who tries to become Walmart or Tesco tomorrow. And the mayor is someone who has conquered the niche first. And then obviously, the answer is obvious that the mayor has greater chances. So if you're trying, Tesco sells this, this jar of jam for uh, 60p or 30p, I can't remember the price, something really low. If tomorrow you're going to start a company and uh, you know, your USP unique selling proposition would be we're making the cheapest jam, you pretty much don't have any chance compared to Tesco. That's the same way I see it when you are trying to make a startup and say, we're going to serve uh, 200 million people. That, that's not really how it works. And y- if don't listen to me, but go out there and find it for yourself. Find it out for yourself. Burn yourself and let me know how it goes. 
and um, right so this is pretty much me militating for my idea of people have to be as targeted as possible to please because when you please these people two things happen one actually this group of people is larger than you can account you can estimate it and two you're gonna please them so much if you get to that point where, where I'm trying to what I'm trying to you know convey here you're gonna please them so much that they will tell not not only other people like themselves so let's say you pick vegan bodybuilders let's say you pick uh, vegan bodybuilders you're gonna get them to a level that that um, they love a lot about your company and this product that they're gonna tell other vegan bodybuilders but they're also gonna tell their mom and their dad and their family and their other friends who are not into because it's so damn good they don't really give a damn but this is the kind of you know uh you get focus you're targeted this very focused thing you're aiming at it but then your shot gets you know uh in a gets to a wider range of people because you're aiming at the it's a bit of a paradox because you're aiming at this very very focused point Right, anyways, back to the question. So, so the I first chose thing was a niche. Naturally. Yeah, okay. yeah. I said in a very long way. No, that's very pick good. Your niche. That's very good. Yeah, pick your niche. And don't do it, actually, but let me know how it goes because I don't think you I'll be able to hear from you. That was my niche with tech CEOs, SaaS CEOs more so because I always say tech because I, I get used to it, but it's, it's mainly SaaS people, software as a service. I just keep on saying tech because user churn means you have users. It's pretty much people. Ninety nine point nine percent would say, "Oh, it's SaaS," but it's also could, it also could be something like my app, which is not a software as a service, but it's got its users, the legit check app, or a social media platform, or whatever. Well, here here am I not eating my own dog food because SaaS is more targeted than tech CEOs, but whatever, I will live with it because I think user churn is pretty much a focused uh, audience, right? So I looked inside myself and I said, "Hmm, what is that I do?" in design that I also love doing naturally. And it was this idea of, you know, trying to make things as simple as possible, even though my podcast answers to your questions don't really match that. It was this idea of trying to make, to create elegant simplicity. And somehow it just dawned upon me after thinking not a very, very long time that when it comes to, uh, you know, simplifying user flow screens, user screens, um, that's where I feel like I've got my, my strong point. I said, well, okay, user chain might be a good point. It's not all about that. Sometimes it gets into you have to add more screens, actually. But that's what went through my mind. Went through that, started the agency, put the case studies together, um, and then there you go. Which were initially your own projects that you worked on, and then right, you right. put them under the name of... Pretty much, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when, when you have an agency with multiple principles, they basically pull together like a, like a fund you pull together all these resources and you say this is us do you know how if sooner or later you're gonna start inviting other people in you ask me how how soon do I think that will happen yeah I want to keep it for as long as possible by myself in in the you know at executive level yes I know I'll have to eventually but um, when I make the jump from solo owner to multiple owners. I want to make sure it's it's after after I survived an economic, uh, bad economic period with cash piled up. I think the next uh, economic black swan event will happen in the next one to two years. I'm not sure whether I will have piled up the cash that I would want to, so I think it will actually be the next cycle 
which could probably mean seven, eight, nine, ten years. Um, but yeah, who knows? I want to make sure I come out of this at the end of the cycle, the beginning of the new cycle, with a lot of cash, buy myself, and then say, you know, okay, I'll buy all this talent on the, on the cheap, on the at the eighty percent discount. You've seen it. You you know what I'm talking about. It's very easy to understand the crypto market, right? So you're not buying when in December, January 2018 when Bitcoin is 20k. You're buying now when it's 4k. Um, I feel like you had more questions. I should have put them down because I had a lot of thoughts when you asked me. It was a long question. I should have put them down to answer them. I feel like I'm missing out on one of them. No, the you pretty much pretty much you know g gave you the the purpose answer and then you know you talked about the niche, uh, the purpose, and then you're thinking to still maintain to maintain maybe to yourself and then further think about you know uh, more people that would jump in and the expansion and so forth but yeah i guess that's all i can ask mm. i will stress one more time quickly yeah. the idea of choosing that focus because it's one thing that i didn't mention is it's so so against human nature mm. to to pick something, you're thinking that if you try to serve a thousand people, not a hundred million, the math doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense on paper. I would say once you see for yourself, it's going to make more sense, obviously. I still don't know yet, for example. And yeah, that's Completely. another piece. Because you have to say no to a lot of people, which is one of my other pieces. Basically, all I'm saying is, is we'll be at one point in one of my written pieces, so I'll stop saying that. But um, it, that's what they say is like when you're... Uh, your yes is useless, is valueless, un unless you also say no to some things. That also applies in business. It co it's called selectivity. It's also it also applies to relationships, and um, it's it's hard to say no when you're a position when you don't have. But I guess you need to get into that positive feedback loop. It gets easier and easier, and that's how we grow. We've somehow are breaking the the feedback loop, whether it's positive or negative. We're trying to. Uh, short circuit it and uh, at one point it, it works and it's not a perfect you know just going up from that moment because nature has its way of balancing things but you grow here and there and then they add up yeah I see now tell me about you so y you're thinking of doing this in uh, in the film with, with, with your filmmaking okay so as I look at it right now you, you you talked about a niche it's quite complicated for me to think actually where my company uh, would be headed specifically just because I know that I can at this point do a music video I can also film corporate videos I can do a commercial yeah but see all of this even the even my personal projects they all serve they all serve one purpose which is a story and that's what maybe keeps me linked to all of them. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop a corporate project over a music video, or you know, vice versa. I would take them all at this point, as I speak right now, just because I haven't experienced maybe enough of them. I haven't been doing, let's say, films for a, a for two for for enough fields to actually know that I want to drop yeah, corporate films that will completely. Never you don't yeah. have enough time living to go through them all. But now that I've picked it for myself, it's so easy to... Can you hear me well? Yeah. yeah. 
oh, this is the, the spot. Now that I've done it for myself, I feel like it's so much easier to, to you know, go back and restart. Like, you know how they say, I wish I would start from zero. I'm not even far. I didn't even reach anything, but I'll, it'll be easier. Like, let's pick dentist. We talked with our friend Vast the other day yeah. about dentist. If I put it to you this way, it makes a lot of sense. You say to yourself, right, from tomorrow, I'm going to do it just for dentists. And I'm going to say, I'm going to pick a uh, problem solving issue, um, a problem to solve, which is their show up rate. Let's just say. Actually, wait, it doesn't make that much sense because you're doing video. not Right, whatever. You pick dentist. Let's not focus on the problem. You start with nothing. Cause d- did you make any videos for a dentist? No, not yet. Perfect. You go to you make your website and whatever, you make your claims, which you have to back up. You go to five, you go to more than five, but you manage to do five for free. They will see it's good work. It's still on you now, but then that's how word of mouth starts. And the idea of choosing a focus goes two ways. One, I won't won't explain that this one that much, but once you have a focus and you say no to a lot of things, somehow it's one hidden rule in this universe. I don't understand how it works. It just so happens that other people come outside this area that you pick and say, oh, uh, you know, sorry, I know that you do dentists, but uh, do you think we can talk about my, you know, this area of mine, which is something totally unrelated because it gives selectivity. I won't go too much into it. But then two, it hits way harder when other dentists see. So they go on your website and they say, wow, I didn't even know there was a video maker for just for dentists. Maybe there are, but that's less competition. You basically carve out a blue ocean for yourself. And then when they see that, it hits harder. They see the case study, it hits even harder. And then they see that they can talk to you and they can reach out to you, blah, 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 blah. So after these five free, uh, you know, uh, case work, pieces of work for which you also get a taste of the industry, it's pretty much set in the sense that if you've done great work, and I know you, have, I know you can do that, they will tell other people, Maybe four of them will say, yeah, yeah, this is the guy who does them for free. You know, maybe he'll squeeze one for you as well. But the fifth one will, will send you to one who will say, you know what, I like it. Free or not, I don't care how much you paid. I would pay you for that. Yeah, at this point, this is how it has functioned so far with the word of mouth. And I started, you know, doing stuff right, almost for free, I would say. Yeah. This, is, this is how I started. But I think I think I can take more, more fields into my hands. There are... There are production companies really good and successful produ- film production companies that do that they they focus on drama they do documentaries they so do corporate let they me do ask you music videos and yeah why don't you just pick one like what's the do you f- are you feeling for instance this could be one of them are you feeling that you might not like the the niche why not dentist let's say for for example I, f- I think i would rather lean at this moment more towards a music video than a corporate video right Let's say. Are there music video filmmakers? I think there are. Of course. They, what about they do only that. What about music video filmmaker for uh, UK crime artists who live in a certain... Okay, maybe not a neighborhood. What I'm trying to get to is, uh, you know, a very niche. Something that there's no, there's no one else like you. Or if there are, there are like 10. And then you differentiate on... on um, on output, on, on value. Say that again. So you pick something. So music video filmmakers, there there's still like a thousand to ten thousand people. Can we agree on these numbers? Is it something 
possible? Right. But if you say music artist, uh, music video artist, who, music video filmmaker, sorry, for female grime artists in, the, in London, how many of them are there like that? If there are yeah, any... I, I, see what I see your point. The idea is that I, I do not want that. I'm just giving a, an example. Let's just say. But... The idea, the idea, of, focus, the idea of focus is to just differ to cut out all these competitions that you've got. Yeah. This is why I said carving a blue ocean for yourself. Oh, and this, and is if there this are would just be like a beginning to it. This is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's not for the rest of your life. It's for the next three to seven years at okay. most. And maybe it doesn't work after six months because you don't like it. You absolutely hate it. You change it. And because uh, that's the thing. People aim for, aim for presidency because they think life lifelong, which I did as well earlier with CH Agency. But for the moment, before I get to that point, this is what I'm aiming at. Will it work? I don't know. But we're on a podcast, so we can listen back to what I said in 10 years and 100, respectively. Anyways, what I was saying with the with carving out, it's either you're just you by yourself. Like, you're the only guy who does uh, this kind of thing for this kind of people. Or, if there are any others, it's probably less than 10, 15. And you can differentiate on uh, value. Yeah, got it. I think I'm I'm gonna maybe focus a bit more on a music genre and then I'm gonna expand there on you go. them. Yeah. I might pick electronic music and think of, you know, small in indie. Maybe unsigned artists. Maybe something like that. Unique sounds. Like even though I said electronic, I, w I would say something unique. Artists that do not link to other artists when you what hear them. What do they them. call themselves? Hmm? What do they call themselves? Do they call themselves indie? No, indie would just be, you know, if you're not signed with a record label, usually. Yeah, whatever they call themselves, that's your word, I guess. But, yeah, I want to expand more on music at this point and see what happens. Okay, but what kind of music? So you said these people. Yeah. What's their genre? What's their name? So, yeah, no, at this point, they're just, no, uh, they're just not big yet. Small artists. I need a name. You need a name, actually, not me. No, just... They, they've just started. No, basically. not a name of, a, of an artist, but the name of this class audience. Because look, here's the point. Yeah, when when you do graphic design... They're indie artists, right? They're independent. Mm -hmm. When you do graphic design, there are two million other people like you. Maybe more, maybe yeah. less. When you do graphic design for dentists, there's a bit less. When you solve no-show operates for dentists, yeah. I don't know how many of them there are. Yeah, you 50. see, uh, at this point, I don't see myself just as a wedding filmmaker or just as a corporate filmmaker. I think even that is too wide. I would go even. Why not? Because I don't. I don't want. Th you you pay a pay price. You pay a high price when you choose that. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. How can I? How can I? I I'm gonna be sad. And broke. Anyways, you go your way. I'll go mine, and we'll see. Yeah. No, it's just that. No, not broke. Because I've done, see, so far, the fields of, of the corporate videos that I've done so far. Not broke by everything. Broke by what you could have, have if wait. you were to go So the, the, the range of corporate videos that I've done, they have ranged in multiple areas, completely different ones. They have nothing to do um, one with another. A toy company versus a dessert company mm. has nothing to do. You know, they have nothing in common. Right. Besides a business structure what they serve what they do completely yeah, look, different that's one 
Now that you mention that, I'm thinking video for franchising yeah, opportunity. But I don't want to do just corporate. See, I don't, I don't want to niche myself to that because I love music videos and I know I can do them too. And so, if somebody's gonna come up and say, "Hey, I want a music video," I'm not gonna say no because I'm gonna say, "Hey, well, sorry, I only do corporate videos for, for dessert earlier. companies." That's why I mentioned earlier what I've mentioned. That doesn't mean you tie your own hands. Look, if anything, you can think of it, it's a bit grim the way I, I would put it. You can think of it as a marketing strategy or okay. tactic that you... Cause because when you are, let's say you do, okay, corporate, I find it too wide, but let's just say it's corporate. And then a music artist comes to you. You become more picky to the point where, oh, you can't really put it in your, in your portfolio because you won't put a music video next to... Next to uh, corporate video so you become more picky you say do i like this is it worth the money and my soul and this but is, and that? isn't it a bit counterintuitive to focus on one on one niche and then to expect you don't for, expect for some no 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 because no. you, you talked about a strategy right now and to expect that then somebody's gonna come and say hey do you also do wedding what are the chances if if, if your identity says i only do videos for well, probably they won't come for that much from a, from a sector that's so far away, like wedding to corporate. Because right now, if I look online and I see a, I don't know, a wedding videographer. Yeah. That doesn't convince me when I see his silence. Like, I do videos for weddings. That mm. wouldn't convince me never to go and go to him and be like, hey, listen, I'm doing a music video and I need you. Because you're a wedding photographer. That's But that's what you are. That's what what you have stated well yeah because it's really far but let me think of an example in, in my industry maybe I think I just having difficulties translating it to your industry I solve user churn for tech CEOs and we sometimes do apps as in mobile apps and then someone from let me think of a of an industry that's far the thing is in tech like anything that needs an app is you, you can be cynical in call tech but someone from fintech which is financial and it's it's a it's a different industry say oh listen we see we we've seen you've done apps and uh, we know you work with just with SaaS companies but since you've done apps i suppose we suppose it wouldn't be too hard for you to make an app for us as well like you know we've got our compliance officers and our our uh, lawyers and all this stuff but is there anything I just, I just realized something really quick tell me tech is a very big word right but you sure is not Churn is a very big word. Is it? It is. I think. I think it is. Because? I think you, you have just gave it, you just gave it another language to what people were, were confronting. Like with, what? With, it, with any kind of an app. Churn. If you Am I wrong? You can, no. You can, look, in e-commerce it's called abandoned basket, in a sense. Do you get what I mean? Abandoned basket. It's pretty because much. Because if I would have to translate word by word your your um, motto to what I would do is for me it would be like this. W let's say we'll be reducing choppiness. What's that? Jerky editing, something that, that discomforts you when watching. Reducing jerky editing to your music video. Right? Is that a problem that they have? I don't know. Making editing seem flawless. 
because ed- ed- editing sometimes you know when you, when you watch a video it can look weird it can feel weird right depending on on the product that you're seeing uh, that's output isn't it hmm? that's output when i say i'm saving user churn basically i'm saying in a very indirect fashion let's make organizing you your your uh, interface no i'm saying saving you money i'm saying saving you lost money that's what i mean and then we get scientific and then t- tell me how much they 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 pay to for customer acquisition and uh, how much is their customer lifetime value and what's their customer retention rate ah, and then all yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, all yeah. these all these metrics put thrown on okay. table and then they tell me their average revenue per pay, paying user and all this shit and then we're trying to you know fix the ho- the the whole I confused churn with 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 the frustration of of being in an app and going around it that's what I confused churn with Tell me that again. The experience that you get when actually being on an app and not being comfortable, getting lost in it and just that getting frustrated. Well. That can be as well. One of them. So that can, but pretty much when you have a user churn problem and you want to hire an agency that spe- specializes on that thing, you're not really at that level because if, if users are pretty much getting lost within your app, it means, not necessarily actually, it means that you have you got bigger problems than you need to become profitable first. Whatever. Look, if you got something like, have you ever been on AWS, Amazon Web Services? Might have. They have so many, so many services that your mind will go crazy. That's where you can get lost because they've got hundreds of services and then that website is so complex. Mm-hmm. This is why they hire so many people and project managers to handle that because they need continuous, uh, you know, and they've got all these revenues. So Amazon is in a good place. But yeah, maybe this is why I forgot to mention it was really, really relevant and I wish I would have said it 15 minutes ago, maybe, that user churn basically means I'm saving you money. Because when I said dentist and no show up rates, that's what I had on my mind. People who are, that's a form of user churn as well. But yeah, understand where you started when you say tech is broad, which is why maybe I've chosen myself uh, SaaS and I said that I'm not eating my own dog food and not saying SaaS, which I should which I'm starting to, but I, I got already into the habit of saying tech CEOs. But yeah, the point was solving a problem means saving money for a company. I got it. And uh, which is I why the I franchise example was given by me. Yeah. Because that makes them more money. I see, I see how many layers actually come comes to this and I'm, I'm sure that it will come to me. I think it's franchises. I th- yeah. Also, I think I have I have a, a conflict of ideas right now in my head, and I I need to put them on, on a paper. But because look, I'll tell you what happened to me in these years of experience. You do graphic design, and then three months down the line, in the project you fight with a client over what color this button should be, and the logo is ugly and this and that. Because you can ask me why, I can tell you because there's no business reason for stuff to happen. Oh, wait, we're focusing on user churn, on reducing user churn, or the no-show operates for a dentist, and we're fighting over where this, what color this button should be in this tiny corner, no one will see. Well, you can pull up, you can both pull up to each other this card and say, why the hell would that matter if, it, if it's not relevant to our no-show operates? So you've got a direction f- to which, to a future, desired future state towards, b- w- towards which both of you are aiming at. With a franchise, with a video for franchises, if you are to pick that, you've got one goal of converting these possible prospects 
into saying okay sign me up I, I want to become part of this I want to buy this franchise process it's pretty broad I, I don't know the industry so I can't really give an educated opinion but this is at a quick glance something palpable something tangible that you can bring up to and the customers will can bring up to you and avoid that kind of fight where it goes aimless and you know it's just trivial over what color my curtains are or what color your nails are or whatever you would like to match something with okay it's gonna come it's gonna come in the near future i'm gonna be able to lay a specific thought thought on paper you'll see it i will i want to you'll see it right but thank you for the for the very big answer yeah Th this was our side topic with you know with niche right with picking focus well again i can't remember what was it that i neglected out of the initial question if it comes to you let me know but do you want to talk about your master plan so yours was the legacy thing right yeah the life mm -hmm. i can go more into and it, the expansion it of would need three episodes so yeah i imagine in short mine would probably take that but mine i know it has a way i just don't know what what's the end exactly maybe right it's hard to know the end at the same time and i think it's useless to plan for it sorry yeah go no on. but at the same time i d don't even want to call it a plan because i'm not i myself i don't think i'm very organized generally with planning so even even you know thinking for a little bit that i might have least the slightest idea to what my yeah between inverted commas can my I, master plan in? yeah sorry to do that i think now that you're saying that i'm thinking master plan is not really a good word yeah like we understand the meaning but it's more of a master aim aim sort yeah. of yeah i guess I, and i think this also dates back maybe to one of our first episodes Maybe when we started talking about what we do and what we are. Yeah. So I'm basically asking you, what are you aiming yeah. at? Hmm. What's the most noble thing you can think of? Noble thing, you know, to do over a hmm. long period of time. I look at these moments and I just... I just realize how I have some thoughts about things that I, I want to to achieve but I'm not even sure if if they're the, the right thing or if, if it's exactly what I want or, just or, I, or I will want but I want more than anything I think I will always be attached to to cinema and I think I always try to do films more than doing what I've just uh, mentioned earlier like the commercials or corporate or anything like that I, I like finding you know myself creating those films and I like the process of it I love working with people I think one of my favorite things when doing this is having people around and then the more I've done those projects the more people have, have come around because naturally the projects became bigger and bigger so uh, when if i if i started doing a film with only five people next to me 
and my second year at, um, when I was in my second year in university I found myself with 30 people around me and I get power from being around people so maybe one of my master if you want to call it like that one of my master plans would be to be surrounded by a ton of people and I would love to to do that by doing those films and I think that's my that's my shortcut to doing that and furthermore when films are done that brings even more people and more people and I guess I like I like the feeling of, of being around a, a person and it's just in, in my natural habit I guess and, and the my creative journey so far is is a tool to bringing a human being closer to me if you understand what I mean I understand if it's if it's gonna have different layers my plan and it will go into different directions like I said because I don't know how much of a how much corporate stuff I will do how many commercials I will do and you know in it might the balance might go towards some second directions or not cinema is probably the one that I will always go back to whenever there is enough money to do it obviously because that's that's usually the main issue stories come and go they get you know they stay on paper they they are ready to be done the problem mainly is to find the right people to do it at the right time but when you do and when you also get the money to do it it's it's a great feeling i like to i like to put those out there to put those stories out there and then again i love the people that come and go with it or that come and stay it's a very nice journey in that sense. And I learn I learn a lot from them. So people, I guess, friends. Bringing people together as well? Yeah. Bringing people bringing people to together um bringing people to a common ground. Bringing people to a level that they can start and to focus on their ideas and to put them out there you know talking about that yeah like look this is already how, how long are we into it an hour and and a bit um, a quarter like this is the most uh, selfish on our side episode so far like we talked about ourselves. at most what can it, what this episode can do to listeners is to inspire them if anything well um, it's pretty much a, a yeah this a wasn't archive. a very objective yeah, you know. but let's go into it. Let's just call it a selfish episode. Uh, let's go even more into it. As you say that, and I'm talking, and I was talking about, you know, the most noble thing, lifelong, human species, blah, blah. How long, you say in bringing people together, and that made me think of, how long till we have our leader of the planet? Someone who will represent our planet. I don't know. It's so much of a far discussion that I don't know whether it's going to be the people on Earth versus the people versus along with the people on Mars, whether it's going to be what I said earlier, another human species. Legally on paper or not? Politically, yes. P- politically on paper. So somebody that is... Uh, elected by by all the, you know... Mm, how, do you, how do you call that? Folks? All, all the countries all the nations basically will be the leader of the UN someone who all, all countries will say yeah, right most of us not all countries most of the country will say yeah this is who you want 
us who who we want to represent us against against along with blah blah i would say the smartest person that we that we hold on this planet but i think the smartest person not who when how long oh yeah when okay how long until that happens tens of years i'm not sure if Hundreds? it will happen Oof. i'm not sure if, if we will have that one person what do you think well you might think right so many countries you see you know it's hard to imagine all these people coming together yeah now that you say that i don't think it's very plausible that it might happen but here is yesterday here they here they are a million people i, I don't know the figure uh protesting to stay to for for uk to stay in the european union wasn't that what the protest was for right and i know that the uae united uh, use sorry united states of uh, europe is an idea that's not really really close i think people eventually can get together if you know states the united states managed to do it but it's hard even now to f for everybody on, on on this planet to agree with one person or to, to acknowledge him as such right because one i think we will have to so here's my answer to how long one we will have to have overcome the mental health not issue situation that we have right now much like we you know we've made progress in the body health situation with you know every everyone kind of knows you need to drink this much water per day you need to eat healthy people know what healthy is we don't have that kind of direction in mental health right now which i think we will fix i think this is what the next what the next decades will hold for us maybe even faster so that needs to be overcome and two there needs to be a need so the united states have managed to do it because there was a need in history study their history you see okay this is the moment where they wanted to become together because blah blah right now there's no alien civil which is the classic movies near there's no alien civilization uh, threatening us if there would be though well people are going to turn around to one person and say you right now for better or worse maybe i'm biased but it seems like if tomorrow someone come people will point to elon musk uh, it's a it's a very it's a topic that i don't find myself comfortable going into we can go it though if you want to uh we and uh, might even be controversial to for some people but for our small audience right now i don't know how big the future audience would be uh as of 2019 he's got that kind of cred uh, that kind of street cred i would say i would say i was thinking about elon as well i had him in the back of my head yeah but even he has flaws and i wouldn't trust him completely you know it's just it seems yeah. way too big of a concept to even yeah but that's why you it's not like when you vote in a democracy when you uh, vote yeah. for someone you say of course that's never happening but yeah i don't know man this idea of the leader of the planet or the species made me feel like hmm you will, you will, you will only reach that point whenever there's a relationship or conflict between a planet and another right now there is not right Th which is why we don't need one Yeah, because if you bring it down to a smaller scale this is why we have a leader of a country that's the biggest one closer to the planet yeah so we don't have though the leader of a continent yeah we have we have a group 
the, there's a grouping of the leaders of the c country that make they make as one but it's not one person it's a multitude of them what uh, the continent yeah but the countries as well union of yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it depends it depends how you look at it as well yeah but what i'm saying i, I was just you know observing because you said that because there's a need to have a leader of a country because you have countries you know in conflict doesn't have to be war hoping there are different interests yeah that come and go again i think the the point where and i don't know when but the point when you would actually need the leader of a full country country uh, for a full planet sorry i think yeah. again if there's gonna be a need a concept of like relationship between more than our planet uh, the relation between our planet and right. another one right this is why i said i don't know there would be people of, of earth and people of mars or people as as one species and then an alien species right yeah if that would happen though we need someone to go and talk as much as talking happened and i you know i had it on my mind i said hmm it's 2019 might as well mention it now and get the the <laughs> internet points from the year 3000 for being one of the first to mention yeah. it you know i'm just trying to make my way through history that's what i'm trying to do with this podcast not trying to help people just trying to make myself a name for myself because that's what matters oh you're not reacting so i can't really call it a bluff now anymore are you okay how's your health status finding myself really hard to breathe but i'm good shall we put an end to it so that you can uh, you know rest and you know, not die so we can have another podcast. A uh, good link to the next one would be something less selfish. Yeah, w and I have, I have, a, I have a, a passage for that. Would be where else do you think you'll be able to apply your skills? But that's for next, for the next episode. It was a pleasure. I w I'm. Do you want me to shake your hand? Yeah, why not? Your podcast. We're shaking our hands now. Uh, even though Jacob is contaminated. <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Jacob. Take I care. Thank you.